Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life to heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamea Urban and I will be your host. So first things first, I'm just getting over a respiratory infection and I sound really nasally. I feel like I sound worse in my head than I think I actually do, but I'm just acknowledging that you guys are getting this sexy, sultry, nasally voice today. Not hot at all. Just kidding. But the show must go on and I've been itching to record again. So here we are (laughs) doing the thing. For today, I wanted to discuss the idea and the concept of being addicted to healing and how it's holding you back, how it's not serving you, how you're wasting a lot of time and money, and how you're not actually getting anything done. And I feel like a lot of you might be similar to how I used to be, where I was like super addicted to the one more, one more self-development book one more seminar, one more course, one more certificate, one more. And it's just like, and then I'll be ready. And then I'll launch the thing. And then I'll dive into, you know, dating again. And then I'll do X, Y, and Z. And then we literally get used to that, like, not ready yet, just one more. Oh, I just, you know, just a little bit more. But then you're not actually healing because you're not actually integrating. So it's not doing you any good, but then you're using it as an excuse. I like to describe it as, I guess we all have addictions. We have to be honest with that. We all have different things that we're a little bit tied to, but then depending on what you're tied to will depend on how society looks at you. So if you're a cokehead, society is not gonna be like, congrats, you're amazing. But if you're addicted to work and you're a high achiever and you're super successful and you're moving up that corporate ladder and you're that type A person and everything looks perfect, that's going to be celebrated. So then you not only get addicted to the working and overworking, but you also get addicted to that like dopamine hit from getting the acceptance and like validation from your external environment. Well, that kind of happens with healing. Again, this definitely happened to me and I got caught into this and I just really been reflecting and I was like, hmm, interesting. Let me share this. Back in the day, when I first really dove into my healing journey, I got really into yoga. And anyone who's followed me for years, I literally used to post a yoga video every single morning on my stories. Like it didn't matter if I was like, having to wake up at like 4.30 or 5 a.m. before nursing, whether I wasn't feeling well, whether I was hungover, it doesn't matter. Like I did a yoga flow every single day. And like, yes, there's insane amounts of benefits to being addicted to yoga. Yoga is a wonderful addiction. Highly recommend. Yes, yes, yes. But then it was just a way for me to do the healing, but then not really do the healing. Hear me out. 
I think that these practices are incredibly important and I use many different healing practices in my life daily still. And it is important for you to make your body and your nervous system feel safe enough to go into a deeper layer of healing because not everyone is ready for all types of trauma healing all the time. I wasn't ready for a very, very long time. And I had to like prep my body with the tapping, with the Reiki, with the yoga poses, with the acupuncture. Like there was like layers I had to get through to get to a state where I could even be open to receiving the healing. But then a lot of people get to the state and then they continue doing these quotation surface level types of healing. And again, like don't stop doing these things. These are super important. They're very good for you. Highly recommend. But then you don't actually go deep, deep to find the root cause of why you have the trauma and why that is triggering. You learn how to handle your triggers. You learn how to respond and not react. You learn this array of different tools. So then when you are triggered, you know what to do, but that's kind of a band-aid. And like, I hope I don't trigger you guys, but come do. I hope this is a little bit of a wake-up call. Then you're not actually doing the healing. And listen, when you've done a certificate, when you've read a book, when you've done another course, take a hot second to embody and integrate it. Otherwise, it's fucking lost. And then it's like, oh, yeah, 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 I know, I get that. Cool, yeah. But did you actually start doing that? Did you learn the concept? Did you start practicing it in your daily life? Because if you haven't, why did you just read the fucking book? Like, oh, yeah, 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 amazing. Yeah, you know, the five-second rule, perfect. Five, four, three, two, one, cool, got it. When was the last time you did it? You didn't. So then it's like, well, what was the purpose? So I invite you guys to first look at all the things that you've already done and maybe go back and like dive into them. I love going through my old Reiki material because even though like I'm certified in it multiple times from different teachers and like I obviously certify people all the time, but it's like, reminders and like deeper concepts and they hit differently. Amazing. And then even your favorite books, reread them. Now you're a different person than you were maybe a year ago, two years ago. And it's going to like really bring things together in a different manner. So do that. Stop rushing. And like we get addicted to the rushing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to keep going, to the perfectionism that's a trauma response. But you just put a really pretty bow around it being like, yeah, but now I do Reiki, but now I do yoga, but now I'm doing tapping. But then you're just like putting out these little tiny fires, but you're not asking what is starting the fire. But you're like, no, 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 it's okay. Look, I got all these little buckets of water. I got this. It's all good. Oh, I have a bigger hose now. Perfect. The fires keep coming back. And it's like, wait, wait, don't you want to know what the root cause is and actually heal that? Because that's where like the really, really juicy, deep serenity and quietness come from. And I was talking to one of my students the other day, one of a couple of my Reiki students. And I was like, I just go to bed. I put my head on the pillow and then I fall asleep. And then I sleep. Then I wake up and then I feel rested. And it's amazing. I love sleep. And I literally had a few of them being like, wait, what? What do you mean? And I was like, yeah, totally. Like sleep should not be difficult. If you're not able to sleep properly, you have 
trauma that is ruling your life, keeping you from feeling safe to surrender. If you're not able to sleep, literally your body is like, something is going to attack me. I'm not okay. I can't fully close my eyes, fully exhale, fully let it go and just sleep because something's coming. Is it your finances? Is it an email? Is it like something to do with your job? Is it something to do with your relationship? Is it, is it, what is it? And it's like, by no means am I done healing. Yes. I'm not trying to say like, hello guys, I am perfect. I'm not. I'm just on like layer number 4 million and 10 and celebrating the layers that I've gone through, but I am able to lay down and sleep. And I never used to be able to do that. I couldn't fall asleep. I was too wired. My mind would be racing. I would wake up 1am, 3am, 5am. and wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. I was exhausted every time I went, like woke up in the morning, I would be on like three cups of coffee and still rusty because I was so fucking tired. And it's like, it's not my reality anymore. Yeah, of course, some days aren't perfect sleep, especially when you have a partner who wakes up at a god awful 4.30 <laughs> and that kind of throws you off, but that's okay. But I still don't need multiple cups of coffee. Like I don't even have my first cup of caffeine until probably 11 or 12. And that's just kind of more of a ritual because I love the smell of coffee and I enjoy it. But it's not because I can't function without coffee, meaning I am sleeping, meaning I'm actually resting and rejuvenating at it. So then why aren't you looking into the root cause? Well, one, you might not know what the root cause is. Or two, if you're like me, I was fucking terrified. I was like, I can't open up Pandora's box. I don't know what's inside. Like, I know I have a very, very long list of massive traumas I've been through in my life. And I was just like, I can't open all that up. My nervous system is going to absolutely like shut down. And then I'm going to be in like fetal position on the ground crying. And I'm like, how am I supposed to run a business? Like not convenient. I'm not doing the trauma work yet. I'll do the trauma work when I've hit 250K. I'll do the trauma work when I'm married and I have a partner. So in case I need to take a couple months off from work, he can take care of everything. Well, that's, I don't really want to wait. Like, no, no. And it was funny because I had a partner, I guess this was almost two years ago. And I was like, I'm about to go deep, deep into like trauma healing. Can you support me? Will you support me? And he's like, I got you. And then we broke up, but I already opened up Pandora's box. Cool. And then my therapist and I ended up having to, I guess, go separate ways. So I didn't have a therapist. And then my life coach, who was like my anchor rock was like, surprise, I'm seven months pregnant. Surprise, I'm on bed rest. I can no longer see you. So I literally was going through a really rough separation, had no actual supports. And it's actually kind of hard to find a great therapist. It's not just like, I choose you, done. And here we are. Pandora's box is open. Fuck. Now what? You deal with it. I obviously have certain tools. I knew what supports to call in. And then I did it. And I never thought I could. And I never thought I'd have the capacity. But I did. And it was the most beautiful healing journey ever. It's one of the most profound healing chapters I've had in my life. And like, was it uncomfortable? Yes. Was it as bad as I thought it was going to be? No, actually, because when you are ignoring and suppressing and numbing 
some sort of a trauma response in your body, whether it's big T or small T, the effort it takes to ignore it is bigger than just going in and fucking getting through it. Because chances are you're going like 75% of the way and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go all the way back to like step zero. Well, then rather than doing the extra 25% and being fucking done, you do another 75% through it in the opposite direction. And then you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. It's really hard. Yeah, but you're doing it the hard way. Just go through it. Rip off the band-aid. It's like if anybody has had a Brazilian wax, please rip it off in one pull. Don't do like a half-ass rip-rip because that hurts. And then it's like, that's when you get your ingrowns and it's not pretty. So just like rip it off. Listen, just because you're doing these other healing modalities, which I'm not poo-pooing on, they are important, but they have their own space in terms of when and how to use them. They can't become like a crutch for you. These little check marks of like, now I'm a yoga instructor, check mark. Now I'm Reiki certified, check mark. Now I'm a breathwork teacher, check mark. What are you doing with those things? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to share this with somebody? Do you want to share this with clients? Are you using them regularly? Just because you're Reiki certified, if you're not actually using the Reiki in your daily life, then it's a fucking piece of paper, FYI, which is why I teach my students, like Reiki is a lifestyle. It's not a thing you do when you're doing your miracle morning and like you're having a great day and it just so happens that your kids aren't sick and they woke up on time and you're having a great time with your partner and your dog didn't puke. Like, no, I do Reiki all the time. Traffic is shit. I'm going to Reiki that. I'm like making something to eat. I'm going to Reiki that. I'm having a crap day and I'm like running behind. I'm going to Reiki that. My dog just puked. I'm going to Reiki her. So it's like you got to actually like do something with it. So these like check marks don't equal heal it. If you're not embodying and integrating it, it literally doesn't mean anything. And listen, this like, I'm doing the right thing and like perfectionism and like next, 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 next surface level healing can also show up as being obsessed with workouts, being obsessed with supplements. How many supplements are you on? Did you self-prescribe these supplements to yourself? Or did someone actually tell you to take them? Oh, I was the queen of this. Ooh, feeling off, going to get an immune booster, mm, not sleeping well. Okay, sleep age. All right, oh, you know what? I don't have enough energy. Energy booster. When it's like, wait, why do you need more energy? Why aren't you sleeping well? Why is your immune system shit? Can you ask those questions? And it's like also being like addicted to like health hacks. Everyone's doing ice baths. Amazing for you. That's a supplementary thing in addition to the deep healing. It's not the deep healing. And it's like eating the trendy food. Who remembers celery juice? My God, that is embarrassing. I absolutely did it. Does celery juice have benefits? Sure does. But it was like everyone's doing it. And then now you can't even buy celery in the stores because everyone's obsessed. And then it's like, now it's this. And now it's that. And we just get addicted. And it's like you're... You're seeing these health coaches and you're going to the acupuncture and you're doing the cupping and then you're taking the supplements and you're having your like, I don't know, smoothie with kale in it. That's gross. I hate that. But it's like you're doing it. Check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark. You still feel like shit. Why? Because you're not actually addressing the root cause of what's making you feel that way. 
And listen, these things are important. You having the right supplements that your body needs to be supported, you need that. For you to be eating a super healthy, like whole foods diet, you need that. For you to have things like acupuncture and cupping and massage and like do your workouts, like yes, 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 yes. It's not going to heal you though, but you are going to be celebrated for doing it. So it gets addicting. Interesting. And then can we just for a moment look at this in terms of money? For you to have like a proper membership at like one of the boutique fancy gyms in Toronto, for you to have all those supplements, for you to be eating the organic trendy food, for you to be going to the acupuncture and doing the cupping and the dot, dot, dot. And like, you know, sauna and ice bath and you have the membership and the membership to this and the membership to that. That's a lot of money. Cool. But then you're not actually finding the root cause. You just upgraded your Band-Aid and your Band-Aid got pretty and fancy and it's more hidden. But you're not actually leaning into what's causing these issues. And then the thing is, Sometimes people are like, I can't afford a life coach. It's too expensive. I can't do it. No. How would I be able to spend that much money? And it's like, babe, you're already spending the money, but for band-aids. And I'm not saying like, I am the life coach. There's a lot of fantastic life coaches out there, but they're not cheap because they know what they're doing and they know how to get in there. And it's like, There's incredible coaches out there that do a fine job, but then it's like they ignore the spiritual aspects, the energetics aspect, the like nervous system aspect. Like you can do all of the healing and like read all the books and get a like financial planner and a money coach. But if you haven't actually dealt with the root cause of why money is terrifying to you, or you haven't actually dealt with Money equals survival, which means you're dying every time you have to look at numbers. That's the juicy part. And that's the thing that I find is so interesting because like I get this question or this comment often of just like, why are you more expensive than a therapist? Well, I'm not a therapist. And I'm also not pooing on therapists. I have a therapist. I've had wonderful therapists in my life. And I also have a lot of friends who are therapists and I love you for what you're doing. And I value that. But therapy has a certain place in your healing journey. And sometimes you just need to get in to the subconscious or like figure out what's actually causing havoc in your nervous system and then do your maintenance with therapy. Or therapy is going to help you with like how to set boundaries and how to say things a certain way and how to express yourself. Amazing. But then a life coach, I mean, for me, for example, you do like 12 sessions with me weekly, three months, you will leave a different human. You won't have issues sleeping. You won't have that gut thing, the like the constipation, the diarrhea, the bloating. You won't need all those supplements. You won't need to be so obsessed with like, oh, I can't have gluten. I can't have dairy. I can't have soy. I can't have na 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 na. I've healed that. It was my gut being inflamed from chronic stress from not feeling safe in my body. So when I actually figure that out and heal the root cause, my nervous system calmed down, which means my digestive tract calmed down. I poop every day. Do you know how magical that is? I sleep every day. What? Winning. Hello. 
And it's like in today's society, it's like normalized. Well, of course you have constipation. That's just how it is. Well, of course you can't sleep well. You're in your thirties and that's just how life is. No, it fucking isn't. That's a fucking lie. Because all the other companies out there are like, I hope you struggle. So you'll buy our fancy supplements. Truth. And like, listen, again, I am not perfect. My healing is nowhere near done. Things that used to make me spiral and like shake me for weeks might be like, huh, that's annoying. Interesting. Move on. And I still have breakdowns. I still have bad days. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. Like that never goes away, but it doesn't hit the same way. It's like a little nuisance. Imagine like you're a baby and then someone pushes you and you just like knock over because like you're a baby and like, why would someone push a baby? That's awful. Like, duh, don't do that. But then if you're an adult and someone pushes you in the same capacity, you didn't even budge because you're like, why did you do that? Stop. And then you like walk away because now you're an adult. So that being said, consider where you've been doing this. I'm not trying to attack you or trigger you. And I'm also not saying like everything you've done is wrong and bad. No, but we just get caught on that layer. And then we're like, why is nothing changing? Why am I not quantum leaping? Why have I not had this huge expansion in money? Why haven't I met my dream partner? Why am I not pregnant yet? Well, because you're doing the surface level healing. That's why. You haven't actually changed. You've just made it look prettier outside in terms of like the band-aid that you've put onto whatever the wound is. And like, again, you might be able to locate some of your blind spots on your own. You might be. Like one of my big ones is I'm not enough. I have been very aware that that is one of my core wounds for like, what, a fucking decade? And then I was just like, okay, well, here's my little limiting belief. Just going to tuck it into my purse. Let's go. Oh, going on holidays, put it in the luggage. Okay, unpacking. Okay, now it's in my pocket. Like, it's like, I see you, <laughs> but I didn't actually know what to do with it. I had to work with someone that specialized in the nervous system, that specialized in subconscious reprogramming, that specialized in merging both neuroscience with spirituality. It's not like journaling prompts. That's lovely and it's great for what it's good for, but it's not going to heal you. You need someone else to help you see your blind spots and then you need someone to actually help you do something about them. Otherwise, you're just looking at them and you're like, I see you, you're there. But then like, that's not helpful. Those limiting beliefs need to be seen, removed, released, and then choose something better. So this is my little invitation, given that we are ending 2023. Stop wasting your time. Stop doing the half healing. Stop rushing to the next and to the next and to the next, whatever it is. Stop adding to your toolkit without actually knowing what to do with the thing that caused the trigger in the first place. Stop spending so much money on these little things here and there. Just add it up. When I've done this and I like literally added up how much money I was spending on all those little bits, and those are huge things, just like the supplements, the workouts, the different apps, the different certifications, the acupuncture, the massage, the cupping, the keep going. It is a outrageous amount of money. So then you can afford 
your life coach and do the work, dive in fully. And it's like, truly the transformation lies in the transaction. So sometimes paying an amount of money that makes you uncomfortable is literally the catalyst to your healing because you've never actually invested in your well-being to that regard. You've done like little bits here and there that added up to actually more, but you've never done it in a lump sum. So it's like, you might not even be aware of how much money you have spent on healing modalities. So then dive in, make that actual investment. Imagine you get your therapist and your therapist is like, okay, so um, we're going to pay for 10 years worth of therapy and we're going to do a one-time payment. Do the math. Do the math there, please. Go ahead, do it. Because some of us have been in therapy for a decade and it's like, I'm kind of improving-ish. Eh, That's a large amount of money. And you also probably won't pay a therapist 10 years in advance. But then if you did... When you show up to therapy, you're making some fucking notes and you are reviewing those notes and then you're going to do them. And then when the therapist were to say like, do this and this, you're like, oh, fucking Christ, I just paid you a lot of money. I am going to do that. That is good fear. That is a fire under your ass to actually change, to actually listen, to actually implement those things that we all know are good for us. And that's kind of like the biggest like, secret sauce of like life coaching of just like you've invested and now you're listening. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm really scared to go into that dark place of that trauma healing, but you're not supposed to. You're actually just supposed to be there open, ready to receive. And the coach takes you in there with this ginormous flashlight. So it's actually not even that dark in there. And it's not even that scary in there. And then it's like you release it. And the amount of Freedom, healing, silence, lightness, joy that you feel is like, I'll pay you triple. That's the juicy part of healing. That's the type of healing I want for you guys. Because listen, 2023 is almost done, like truly. And just check in. Where were you in January? What were your intentions? What did you want to change? Have you actually achieved those things? And if you have, get it. I love this for you. And if you haven't, why? Why haven't you? And this is not an insert your excuses and facts of things that have happened. Life will always happen. And it gets uncomfortable and it gets a little annoying sometimes when you're overloaded with lessons. But that is life. You need to learn how to handle them and grow and expand and continuously change and transform so you can live a life you actually fucking love. So when you go to bed, your biggest issue is that you're smiling too hard because your life is so damn good. And when you wake up, your biggest thing is, oh my God, I just jumped out of bed too fast because you know I'm excited to get going. That's how life should be. And that's what I want for you. So my love, if you're ready to dive into some real, real coaching and some deep, deep healing, Holler at your girl. I still have some limited spots available. They are filling up quickly. If you want to work with me, I'm here for you. Book a call with me just to make sure that we are on the same page, that we're energetically aligned. Ask all your questions and then dive in. But no, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You just got a fancier, prettier band-aid and you deserve more. 
All right, my loves, thank you so much for tuning in and I'm looking forward to chatting with you next week.